This well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zip and Jay brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from six to eight on ninety three seven The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, the spring game has come and gone. We are on to the off-season where it's all about portal talk. Except you think this off-season is all about portal and recruiting, and certainly a big part of that's going to be O'Shawn Mathis. We're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. O'Shawn Mathis was at the spring game on Saturday. He tweets out he's going to make his decision at the end of the month. Has Nebraska done enough? Do you believe that they have a great chance to get him? Where do you think they stand as of today with O'Shawn Mathis? I mean, they've done everything they can at this point. Um, you know, they. I thought by bringing his his mom up here, his brother, and a bunch of other extended family, um, I mean, that was key because you've got to get all those people, too, on board and excited about Nebraska. Um, I know it was an outstanding weekend, uh, but it appears at least Texas will be the, the, the main competition um, and, and, you know, the, the way they've recruited him, too. So uh, we'll see um, where it goes. Um, him announcing that he'll make a decision at the end of April, I, I think probably caught some folks by surprise. Um, there was some thought that it would go into May or even June um, with him at this point. But um, we'll, we'll kind of see what's next. But Nebraska's done everything they can to this point um, to, to give themselves a great chance. Who was the most important recruit at the spring game for Nebraska not named Mathis or Rayola? <laughs> I was going to say Rayola was um, – I'd have to really think hard about that. Um, you know, Maverick Noonan um, okay. Is, okay. is a local guy that yeah. you'd really like to, to lock up. Um, but they had that group of Georgia kids there um, that came in, you know, some really, really good guys that, that came in with offers in a large number. I mean, there were over 30 guys that came with scholarship offers from Nebraska, and then they made um, a handful of new scholarship offers uh, to some younger guys from 2024. So it was an extremely productive weekend. It went into Sunday. I mean, it really started Thursday when Ochon came in. And then they they were entertaining and talking to guys as late as Sunday um, when, when you look at all the guys that were in town. The offensive lineman from Scott's Bluff, I believe his name is Knutson, right? Knutson. Knutson. What, what does that recruitment look like? How – how well is Nebraska positioned for the offensive lineman from Scott's Bluff? Well, they're positioned really well. I mean, I, I've gotten to know Brock and his family, okay. um, you know, for the last few months when they came to my in-state tour. And I talked to his dad yesterday for um, about 30 minutes about kind of where things are at. And, you know, the thing is this is okay. uh, Nebraska is his dream school. I mean, the story his dad told me once, he's like, put it this way, we have a hunting blind. On the hunting blind, there's a giant picture painted of Tom Osborne okay. on one end, and the other end is like Tommy Frazier. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, they're, they're diehards. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now he has ten scholarship offers, and Nebraska was the tenth offer. Um, so they are going to, I think, take maybe a couple official visits. Uh, but the big one would be Iowa State. You know, Matt Campbell flew up to Scotts Bluff in his jet in January to, um, to just, just to pop in to see this kid. Um, so I think he feels a little bit of, you know, not loyalty, but obligation yeah. to take that official visit to Iowa State. 
Um, you know, and if it was a few months ago, he would have committed to Nebraska, and I still think he will. Uh, but Nebraska's going to have to work a little bit harder for it. We are now in in portal season again, Sean. And if O'Shawn Mathis right now is the top target for Nebraska, do you where what position is right behind that uh, in terms of importance for Nebraska this this uh, spring or this summer? You know, there's there's a handful. Um, they would like a pass rusher like O'Shawn Mathis. That's probably obviously the number one priority. They would also like a bigger body defensive lineman. Um, they would take uh, an offensive tackle that would be good enough to start at right tackle. And then if they did, Turner Corcoran could pro- probably play center if they really wanted to. Um, you know, but you've got to find the guy, and it's hard. I mean, look at Hunter Anthony, and you know, people they brought him in, and he's not probably a starter at this point. So you've got to find somebody good enough to start. Um, you know, and that's that's not necessarily easy. They would take an older tight end, kind of a one-for-one guy. If there was a really good one-for-one tight end, they'd probably take him. And then an inside linebacker that, that, that could play snaps um, as a third guy if he was out there. So, you know, those would be like their wants, but you also have to be good enough to, to kind of get on the field, and they have to believe that when, you eva- when they evaluate it. Sean, is it possible that the, the senior center, Trent Hickson, played well enough this spring – solidified the center position to the point where you don't have to mess with perhaps moving Turner Corker into center. Maybe Hickson has played well enough to keep Corcoran at tackle, thereby solidifying the tackle spot, one would think. I think so, yes, but it, it depends on who the tackle is. Like if, if a really good tackle became available that they could get, that could change the conversation. Um, so a lot of it depends on who would become available. And that's the tricker, trickery with the portal. You don't really know um, how these things play out because they're, it's going to be like Black Friday. I mean, the doors are just going to open and people are just going to be running in Walmart grabbing TVs. And, <laughs> and, Knocking and you aside. Yeah, get out of the way. Elbowing you. 100-pound women are going to be elbowing you to get to things. Now, I got a question. Sean, don't come on, Sean. If there's a good tackle in the portal, isn't he all already almost earmarked to go to somewhere? I mean, they it's not how often does it happen where a guy goes into the portal? Oh my gosh, he's in the portal. Let's recruit him. Isn't it already happening? Yeah, and, and they might saying? know. You're you right. Yeah, I, I yeah. think a lot of times you know um, people, and that's where your coaches and your recruiting staff have to have the relationships. Because most of the time, the really good players, the deals are already done before they even enter the portal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean, regarding the spring game on Saturday, uh, we, we saw Garrett Nelson on the, on the defensive line for Nebraska. What, what did that picture look like? Do you, do you believe that he will be good in that position when it comes to next year? And that's how he's played all spring. I yep. mean, it, it, I think that the goal is to have him and Caleb Tanner on the field together. You know, they kind of played the same position before. Um, this allows them both to be out there and you know they they can play an even front and when they do that Garrett Nelson can can be a defensive end that can rush the passer um, it, he's not a defensive end that's going to take on two blockers he's a guy that's going to be able to get to the quarterback so um, I like the move um, you know and, and he's added some really good weight and you know if they were playing a four three Garrett Nelson um, would be a, a true probably pass rusher in a 4-3 defense 
And in, in some ways, they play for it. It's a multiple defense. They, they move it around quite a bit. And Garrett, I think, um, is a big part of that. Might next year be the year when there is no spring game as we've known it for years? Great question. Um, Thank you. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's so valuable to Nebraska um, for what they do with the recruiting and other things. They've got to do something, um, but I don't know what that something is. Um, and I'll be curious the next two weeks to kind of get a picture of what other spring games look like. I still think the 54,000 might lead the country. I really do. I know mm. The, mm. there was a trend where Alabama and some other places would get over 60, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska still led the country in their spring game attendance this year. Um, but, yeah, when you're not tackling, it's a tough deal. I, I just don't know what the answer is, um, how they want to do it going forward, and um, I, I think you've got to do something for the fans. Um, yep. But, you know, it's on TV, and that changes a lot of it, too, because you don't want that tape out there. That's the other thing. Yeah, damn TV. You're out in the hinterland, Sean. Are you still out in the hinterland speaking? Are you, have you been speaking this week? Um, yeah, I was in uh, Kearney last night. Speaking uh, to the people. Brian Munson. Okay. Um, and then was uh, in McCook Monday night. So I ended up staying out in Kearney uh, because of the weather. I didn't, I didn't want to make the drive back last night. So um, it, it was a good deal, though. We had a lot of great, uh, great fans and people come out to the events in, in both places. And um, they're, still, they're still interested in Husker football. That's good. So that's always good for us. Yeah, yeah, that is good for now. Now you'll get a free breakfast this morning. Is that what you're gearing toward? <laughs> yeah, if, so there's some. Carney's an amazing town. I mean, there, there's 1,800 kids here for some sort of future business leaders deal. Oh. I get up to my hotel room. There's 20 kids from Broken Bow High School playing cards outside my door. Oh, that's wonderful. That's what I, that's what I want to walk into. Now they were good though. Like I'll, I'll say, when I went, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> I, I, you know, they, they, they were younger kids, so they were they were, they were just loving life in Carney, Nebraska. Um, but yeah, it's um, there's a lot going on up up in Carney this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the place to be. Running around, yeah, high dollar poker not, game right outside your yeah, door. That's yeah, wonderful. The hot spot. Yeah, the hot spot. Good job, coach. Sean. Good job, Sean. Always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Okay, guys. Thanks. Great stuff. Oscar online, Sean Callahan. Yeah, oh, Sean Mathers, we're going to have to wait a few weeks. That'll come quick, though. It'll come quick. That'll be big. I don't know what – I don't have a read on that. Everybody says Texas um, or Nebraska. I don't know. I don't know what Lincoln Riley has up his sleeve there. It becomes a question of how much do they need him. He seemed to enjoy it here. Yeah. He did. I don't know what I'm talking yeah, I mean, about. Some, he seemed sure to he enjoy it. I saw it him. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. When when you're getting, you know, I have no idea if he special enjoyed treatment. It yeah, you're gonna like where you're at. Yeah. Okay, uh, Harrison on the grease board. Spring attendance highest. I think this is so far. So far. So far, Nebraska number one, fifty four thousand three hundred fifty seven. Clemson number two, a distant number two, thirty five thousand. Yeah. Now, so let's st- let's stop with the. Oh man, fifty four. That's not very yeah. good. That's only half the stadium. Blah blah blah. You're almost twenty thousand more than the second, <laughs> second yeah. place attendance. Yeah. Has Alabama had theirs yet? Do they have anybody? I there? doubt it. I doubt it. Georgia. Yeah. I, did, I want to. I'm curious how the national champs do for their. Right. Spring I'm game. curious. What? Okay. We're curious. Let's figure it out. Yeah, we can figure that out. Yeah. If they've had it or not. I don't think they've probably had their game yet. They Nebraska might was out. early. 
Nebraska was early. They, they were early. They, they were, to- yeah, they were a month earlier than last year. And they started tearing up the turf. Yep. Right, like immediately, the next day, or at least on Monday. Boy, that turf needed to be torn up, too. Oof. I, I was standing up in a press box after the spring game. You know, it was early evening, 5.30, okay. 6 o'clock. I'm looking down at it, and I guess it never really hit me until I was looking at it. Like, man. They need some work there. Oh, wow. It was like the end was kind of pinkish at this point. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, what are yeah. you going to do? Tear, well, it tear it up and put new 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 stuff in. If there. you have any questions for the mailbag, please text us right now, 402-464-5685. The mailbag and song of the day next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.